What must we do to perform the works of God? Top question. What must we do to perform the works of God? Could this not be a more perfect question to pose for this day, considering all that we are trying to do and all that we're trying to be? Who would have thought that so many public gatherings would have ceased in this way? Movie theaters, schools, restaurants, bars, churches, practically every venue is now closed. Churches such as our very own are actively seeking ways, innovative ways to keep us all safe, but also to keep us all connected. There is no precedence. Jesus did his ministry primarily by gathering people on hillsides around the Sea of Galilee. He did so much of his teaching at festivals, at weddings, and around meals. In fact, think about it. How many stories of Jesus occur where some sort of abundance of food or a meal was involved? Jesus' main way to do ministry was to gather everyone together in person. But our authorities have told us to practice social distancing. The science behind this coronavirus outbreak tells us that we need to keep a safe space between one another and not gather. This sentiment flies completely in the face of Jesus and his love, and yet we know deep down that there is wisdom and merit to the scientific advice that we're hearing. So how might we deal with this then? How do we keep on being followers of Jesus and live not solely for ourselves, but for him who died for us and rose again? How do we keep on being the church for a world that needs us now more than ever? Perhaps a small hint of how we do this is found in unpacking the question the disciples posed to Jesus in our reading from today. What must we do to perform the works of God? Remember that John's gospel is different than the other three gospels, different than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The community that wrote John's gospel was somewhat removed time-wise, was removed from the real-time events of Jesus's everyday life. They knew the stories about Jesus in the form that they were passed down by two or three generations before them, but this same community that authored this holy book wasn't at all removed from the challenges of being a Christian community in the late first century Roman world where Christianity was illegal and often persecuted. So John's Gospel has Jesus expanding on this question by asking his disciples to believe in him whom God has sent meaning for his disciples to believe in him as the one who brings God's power and life and love and blessing into the world. But to believe is not an end in and of itself. 
It's the way that John's gospel invites people into an entry point, into a relationship with the true bread that comes down from heaven, the substance that takes away all hunger and pain and sickness and division and strife in the world, the presence of Jesus Christ himself. The answer to the disciples' question is actually not that complex of an answer at all. Jesus' words, while very descriptive, all point to it. Jesus' words point all of us to cultivate love in order to perform the works of God. The community who authored John's Gospel, they were people who were losing everything in their lives. The Roman armies had evicted many from the region of ancient Israel and Palestine, and the temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed. Christians held little material goods, and they had relatively small communities that often had to be discreet and under the radar. And while their gatherings weren't these huge banquets or hillside or tent revivals, they were more like a small group of people huddling in a cave or in someone's house, where they held very little clout, and they didn't even have the big audience that Jesus had in his ministry. They weren't even connected in with the social life of the society. If anything, they were more socially distant than they ever had been before. What we know what we know is that what they did have was great love. A love that was so big, and it was so big that even outsiders would have to comment and say to one another, see how they love one another. See how they love one another. In fact, we know this from other scriptures, especially in the later letters or the epistles of John, where we read, since God loved us first, therefore we should love one another. These communities immersed themselves in these realities that God loves us first, and so Jesus's invitation to believe in him is to believe in the love that he, as the one, he, as the power of God coming into the world, he, as Messiah, is calling all of us to that ultimate presence of love that sustains us in everything we do. And love will show us the way to stay connected to one another, to provide for those who are losing their jobs, to care for those who are sick, and love will show us the way to practice responsible social distancing right now so that we can be strong, so that we can acknowledge our common humanity and demonstrate by our actions how much we truly love one another in this world. Our God is a God of life and a God of the living. And Jesus Christ himself wants you alive and well, to keep cultivating God's love deep within you so that you can be creative in ways that you care for the poor and the sick and the lonely 
and those in prison, so that you can be a peacemaker and proclaim forgiveness and reconciliation upon the situations that trouble you on a daily basis? This is exactly the answer to the disciples' question. To perform the works of God, we need love. A love that surpasses all understanding. And we need the love of Jesus to carry us through and help us find new pathways of life that guide us out of this valley of the shadow of death. No, we will not fear any evil. God is with us. Jesus is the bread of life coming down from heaven, the power of God coming into this world. And we are invited today. We are invited by Jesus himself to open our hearts and allow him to love us, to love us so much that we are literally bursting inside with the presence of God's love for the work that we now have to do. Yes, we still need a lot of prayers for creativity. We need lots of prayers for steadiness. But the promise of love is here. It's real. And it will be with us always. Jesus' promises of love are here to stay. What must we do to perform the works of God? Love right now, as much as you can, in every creative way that you can, with the Spirit of Jesus driving that love. Love. 